What is going on guys? It is your boy TKD want you to hear back in here on PlayStation Source with me of course is uh, a good friend of the channel a good friend of mine You may have heard him on a particular road to part 2 episode episode 24 I think uh, maybe I think something like that, but robot rock on discord the Hey, you one. can also yeah call me Omar Nakfi if you'd like deal all <laughs> that. my first name Absolutely. But yeah. all that good stuff so uh, with, of course, 2020, PlayStation Source, uh, you know, 2020 content going in, we wanted to expand the Road 2 series. Of course, Road 2, uh, Part 2 was the main show, um, and that launched in 2019, but, 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 but we want to expand it to, to more games to cover a broader, you know, sense of games. And so this is the first episode. A Road to Dreams, and I uh, named this episode. I haven't named any of the Road to Part 2 episodes other than, like, Road to Part 2 and the number that it is, you know? But I want to mm -hmm. give this one a kind of title, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to call it The Dream So Far. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but be so episode one here, we're just going to go over Dreams So Far, right? And that is leading up to the, the development, everything that's been through throughout these past few months. And leading up to today, uh, where the latest news is that, you know, it went gold and the game is coming out on Valentine's Day. So before we get into all of this timeline business, you know, uh, how do you feel about Dreams overall as as like a concept? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you are you, are you intrigued by Dreams? Are you going to buy it? You know, just let me know your overall, like, just surface level thoughts about Dreams, my boy. Sure. I, I think Dreams is like maybe the coolest game being made right now <laughs> mm -hmm. and i can't wait to play it i i have the thing already the early access bought so i'm already all in but mm, I, I haven't really checked it out too much at this point yeah so. yeah that would that's really one big regret is that i wish i got the early access version because it was only 30 bucks uh if you got it early um you know you're gonna pay ten dollars less than the copy at retail than 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 the full release because the full release is at forty dollars but we'll talk about all that when we get to that point uh in the timeline but i do wish that i bought the early access are you do you still play it or have you just or did you just touch it and then kind of just not touch it in a while like that's exactly what happened gotcha. i bought it when they put it out and said oh wow this seems really cool but i guess i was just kind of waiting for the um final thing at this point yeah they yeah. dive really deep into it yeah because because they're as we'll talk about in the episode like there's no you know psvr do you do you you have a psvr i have a psvr okay i see okay. i got it from um qvc for 110 dollars dang it yo christian it was so sick christian linked me that and i was at work and i didn't see it so i missed it Bro, I was so mad, bro. When he told it me was it was the best Mario 64 tweet I ever saw. When he told me it was <laughs> Mario 64. When when he told me it was 110, I was like, "You gotta be kidding me, bro." <laughs> yeah. And that's all. Listen, next time the PSVR is ever that low, buy it for me and I'll pay you back, bro. I promise. Like, okay. Like whatever, dog. Just if you see it and it's running out of time, just just buy it. I'll pay you. Don't worry about it. I'll pay you interest, right. actually, as well. I'll pay you interest. Oh, great. But <laughs> here we go. The dream so far, right? So the devs, uh, you know, of dreams, of course, are Media Molecule, right? Uh, they're one of the core first-party studios at PlayStation, I'd say, you know, uh, like overall, right? And I feel like Media Molecule definitely 
rose to a lot more prominence during the PS3 era with Little Big Planet. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, for sure. Right. Because I, I think the only a... game before that was, um, was it like Ragdoll Kung Fu? Is that Dude, what it was? I forgot. Oh, man. Yeah. I should have I put in the notes. I should have put in the notes. I forgot. No, what... I think I'm pretty sure it was this one. There was, um, they put out Ragdoll Kung Fu, I think on PC. Huh. Okay. On Steam. And then like a year later, they put it on PS3. So did they put it on PS3 in response to them being purchased by Sony or? or I believe whatever? so. I, I believe that was kind of the thing. Okay, okay, I see. So they released that first initial game on PC, like as an independent studio. You know, as yes. not interesting, interesting. It was okay. actually, I think, the first like third-party game on Steam too. Hmm. So hmm. like, other than like you know your Half Lives and Portals, it was that. Oh, wow! Look at that. That's that, that's honestly pretty interesting. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But um, for me in Little Big Planet, I had. I'm trying to think which. I think I had the first Little Big Planet on PS3. I think it was either one, two, or three. Honestly, I couldn't tell you which one, but I know I had a Little Big Planet on PS3. But my favorite Little Big Planet was the one on Vita. Oh, yeah, that one. I that that one I loved. That one was so fun for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. I I just love love that version, and I'm pretty sure the mm, Media Molecule didn't develop that version, did they? I don't think it was them. Was it Sumo Digital? Or why does Sony Bend come to No, it wasn't Sony Bend either. Was oh, it? Oh, it might have been Sony Bend. I don't know. I feel like Sony Bend's coming to mind. I, I'm not sure. Because I know Bend, they worked on you you wait, no, not Unit 13. Untried the Golden Abyss. Zipper Interactive was Unit 13. But beside right. the point. Beside the point. Sure. Uh we come up Oh Cambridge. Uh was it Sony Cambridge? Cambridge. Yeah. Was it? Gorilla All Cambridge, right. was it? Yeah. Well, yeah, they became Gorilla Cambridge after, I think, was it Killzone Mercenary? Then Gorilla bought them? Kill oh, mm. or something? Let they got merged with them? Let me say something. As much as what? I loved Little Big Planet on Vita, right? Okay. Killzone Mercenary? Jesus, I love that game. I loved that game at Unit 13 on my Vita. Those two. <laughs> okay. Those were in heavy rotation back in the day. I love uh, that kills game was absolutely gorgeous on the Vita. It was it so good, so good. Even the multiplayer yeah. mode was actually was was honestly really really fun. Mm -hmm. I miss it. I uh, mm -hmm. I never played much uh, Unit Thirteen. Mm, a very but uh, I think Gorilla Cambridge and Z Zipper are now uh, out of business. Actually, so. fun fun fact: Jeremy Dunham, uh huh, wrote Unit Thirteen. Was a, oh, I think either while he was at IGN or after IGN. Oh, okay. Went on to open up a little studio called Psionics and make a little game oh. called oh. Rocket League. Yeah. Oh! Would you look at that? Yeah. That's crazy. You love to see it. You love to see yeah. it. Anyway. Now he's got that Fortnite money, right? <laughs> Yo, he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Dude, can you uh, Can I tell you a story about me and Little Big Planet? Absolutely. Go ahead. I was the first fan of Little Big Planet ever. Please, how how is that? Okay, I, how, how, I, I'm how exaggerating a bit, I think, but like, as a family, we got like a PS3 in like uh, launch year. Ooh, so, so uh, you paid six hundred. Oof. I think yeah, I think we paid six hundred, and nice. um, I think I got it at like, let's say July two thousand seven. Uh huh. I see. It was the BC model, of course. Mm. Uh, if you remember, the problem with the PS3 initially was that it had like no games people yeah. would joke about mm -hmm. and um i was like i think 10 or something at the time and the games that it did have were all rated m and my parents wouldn't let me play them 
So I had to do a lot of research about what a cool like E-rated game would be. Right. And then I found out about Little Planet Online, and I was really excited for that game to come out. Mm. There you that go. was it. You yeah. were you were yeah. the first Little Big Planet fanboy. It, also, my brother worked at GameStop at the time. Little Big Planet One came out, and uh, he got us a copy one week early uh, because of um, he broke the street date or something. Yep. Please don't yep. sue me. No, but no, uh, yeah. that copy was also also like really interesting because um, if you remember that game got recalled. I say I don't before that. it came out. Yeah, because um, they had a song in there that had a uh, lyrics in the Quran, <laughs> and no uh, you can't shit. do that apparently. Oh my and, god! No way. Yeah, yeah, they had to take the game back. That reminds me. I'm trying to remember which game it was. Okay, so you played Mall for two, right? Back in the heyday. Hell yeah. Okay, right. Was what was that one thing where on the map favela there was some writing? On the wall in one of the buildings that was in, I believe, Arabic. Hmm. And and I guess it was something offensive, I think. Something like you, that. You there was some there was some debacle about that. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh oh. Uh oh. Robot. Robot. Oh rock. yeah, sorry, I'm still here. Yeah. You're good. Sorry. You you sound like a robot for like five seconds, but now you're good. Yeah, apparently my ping isn't great. I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. No worries. Um, no worries. No worries. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember if they called Modern Warfare Two or they just put out a patch. I know it was a big deal and it was patched, but I forgot if it was Modern Warfare Two. I'm pretty sure no, because I know it was Favela, mm. but I feel like it happened like years after the game came out. I don't even know, or maybe like nobody noticed until a few years after the game came out. I don't know. You could be right. Uh, I, I feel like that was actually a big issue at a few like different media properties at the time. For some yeah. reason, they kept referencing the Quran, and no one knew why. <laughs> no one yeah. knew why. Uh, but flash backwards, I guess. Not flash forwards. Yes. Flash backwards. Gamescom 2012, right? Media Molecule yes. takes the stage. They announced that they're working on two new games. One of them uh, being, which would end up being, I think it was actually named on stage. I think they said it outright. Uh, Tearaway for the Vita. Did you ever play Tearaway? Yes, I did play Tearaway. I did too. I actually, yeah. I did actually early last year. I actually oh. was my first time playing it. Was yeah. it the first PS4 version? No, it was one on Vita. I'm not. I'm not. Oh. Saying, listen, I'm a Vita loyalist. All right. No, that's cool because um, <laughs> there's some stuff in that game on the Vita version that I don't think you can do on PS4. I know. Right? I'm pretty sure. I mean, the mechanic of you being the sun and like your camera always showing you as you're playing the game. If yeah. you look at the sun, I'm pretty sure that's not on the PS4 unless they use the PSI. To do that, they could do that, but, but the PS Vita one was so in your face that I bet it wouldn't be as good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if yeah. they tried to use the PSI, you would get like your whole torso and it would look odd, you know? No, oh, so, yeah. I mean, that game was made for the Vita in oh, so many 100%. ways. 100%. And it was great. It was great. Yeah, with it was, the, it was with cool. The, with the rear touchpad and the, you know, all that good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. But they, they, they announced that, but then uh, they showed off another game that did not get named that would later on be known um, as Dreams for the next generation of, of PlayStation consoles. You know what I'm saying? This was 2012. They were gearing up for next gen. Next gen would start mm -hmm. the year after that in 2013. Uh, so going forward to 2013, they had a tech demo that was uh, shown off that it depicted two people controlling a live band via a pair of PlayStation Move wands, which then gave us the confirmation that there would be some move functionality in this game that Media Molecule is making. 
Um, and this was, I guess, 2013 was a interesting time because I feel like Move was kind of on the on the downslope, right? In 2013, because I yeah. feel like oh. Definitely. Right? Because I feel like Moves yeah. Heyday was like, what, 2009 through like 2011? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it had like, when Sports Champions came out, I feel like it kind of lived and died very yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it seems like pretty late for them to be, you know, utilizing the PlayStation Move Wands, but we would know later on that the Move Wands got its second renaissance with, with PSVR. So, you know, yeah. you can't trade those Move Wands out, you know? But uh, they highlighted an emphasis on creating via sculpting using the body's motion similar to painting. So you would use the move wands uh, to sculpt certain things in in this like creation tech demo that they were showing off, you know, Um, which I think probably to this day is the most intriguing thing about uh, dreams. And I'm sure we will get into how if you've made levels in dreams or if you've created any assets for other dreams. Um, I do want to know like, like how straightforward that process is, you know, uh, from your point of view, but nonetheless, they aim to bring a creative experience to the new hardware debuting later that year, which would be the PS4. But they also mentioned they have much to share about the project in the coming months and what turned out to be multiple years ahead. Because again, we are talking about 2012, 2013 here, like, and we're in 2020. And this game's still not out yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's nuts. It, what what I always think about is like, man, like this game was number one, untitled, and number two was a tech demo for the PlayStation 4 before it even came out. And here yeah. we are at the end of the generation, and it's about to come out. You know? They have a level of trust in Media Molecule that I think is pretty cool. I guess so. I guess so. Like, I, guess so. I think they're a pretty small studio. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only like 50, 50, 60 people, I think. If that what? It'll be set announcement to release then? Say that one Sorry. more time. Sorry, it'll be eight years from announcement to release? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are we approaching like Last Guardian numbers there? Wasn't Last Guardian supposed to be for the PS3 and then like... Yeah. Right? So but was that one longer? I don't even know. I know what... I want to say Last Guardian was announced in like 2009 and came out in 2016. Oh, was it 2009? But Oh yeah, I no, thought I guess so. that makes sense. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because I know what the the long games of development time what are Last Guardian, Kingdom Hearts three, but Kingdom Hearts three was it worked on that entire time? I I don't think it was. I don't think so. It was, yeah. it was just a long time between two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that that might be a little bit different, but definitely a very very long development time nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. But we got a very odd teaser in twenty. I remember this one. This happened in twenty fourteen. It was an odd teaser depicting a man's uh, face silhouette, flashing lights, and a lot more confusion on what the game will turn out to be. But it was Media Molecule. This was their... Well, so, wow, I read that completely off-key. What the hell? But, um, like, I feel like as a whole, and especially back then and now, Media Molecule has always been that studio that is 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 artsy, and, like, they want to do things a little bit differently, and... And they want you to like have a sense of like wonder and confusion to a degree, and most importantly, I feel like curiosity in terms yeah. of anything new that they're developing. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's 
that's that's that's their shtick you know totally i mean i think they're also like just by the work so far they've proven to be like one of the most innovative studios mm-hmm. in terms of like i don't think you'd get mario maker without little big planet or anything you know and that mm. level building stuff was crazy that's a really good point damn that's a really good point man yeah i guess you're right yeah i guess in terms of like games that you know have a pillar of them being user user generated content they have to be one of if not the forefront of that you know i i would yes i would totally say that for sure i mean i think i'm like um you know old pc mod communities there's always people trying to make their own levels and stuff like that right but sony and media molecule with little bit planet they kind of made it extremely friendly in a way anyone could do it right right i guess like one could say like they quote unquote like brought the creative notion of like mods to the console space you know yeah i totally think so and they also made a very presentable way to play other people's levels yeah it was it was cool that's a really good point i've never really even considered that but yeah no you're absolutely right yeah absolutely there there was that missing a little bit in tearaway but nonetheless little little big planet obviously and dreams yeah a good point. Terraway was just a really cool game. Terraway was a really good fucking game. Really, really good yeah. game. I liked that a lot. But that all takes us, you know, we have this RT Studio making this game. We've seen, uh, you know, a few things from them that resemble tech demos and different teasers and stuff like that. Then we get to E3 2015, right? PS4 has been out for almost two years at that point, about a year and a half and some change, whatever math is, you know. Um, and I and at E3 2015, Alex Evans took to the stage and got to officially name the game Dreams, right? He called it the most ambitious, exciting game that he had ever worked on. His self-proclaimed aim to make the crowd and viewers watching live at home, quote-unquote, scratch their heads with curiosity definitely was the outcome as he named the obscure project Dreams at the end of his whole presentation. And he... Uh, and he... Initially described how players will be able to create single levels or quote-unquote dreams that your dreams will be seamlessly linked to other dreams and other players uh, that have created their dreams and have like a shared experience overall to create, find, and most importantly play and not only your dreams but other people's dreams. And so I believe what he was describing there, that's the dream surfing mode, right? Is that something that's in early access? Yeah, the browsing every level and stuff like that. Yeah. Like- yeah, that's that's all there right now. So so like, is it seamless? So is it actually seamless? So what like I mean by that is that like, if you're playing a level, like, is there really like an in-game like transition, or do you? Have oh to go yeah, out? it's so sick. It's like really. I'm assuming we're getting a sneak preview of the PS5 you no know, low time stuff with Dreams right now, <laughs> or it's like. Oh my god, that's a really good. Point you just too. load up into a into a world, and it takes like maybe two to three seconds at most. But wow. It's crazy, huh. huh? But like when you're in a when you're in a dream, right? Like mm-hmm. it is really seamless to go and like. Do you back out into a menu and choose a different level, or and like I'm just asking because like I, I I genuinely haven't played it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just really yeah. curious. So like, is it really just like if you're in a dream? Is there some sort of like icon on this in the world in a given dream to take you to the next one, or like how does it? You know. Um, I, I've just been, uh, there might be a feature in this, but it turns, what happens is I just get into the dream. Then when I want to leave, I just, I think press a start button or something then I can exit it, then go find the next one. And it always takes like five seconds to get in and out of a dream. I see. 
Okay, so at least in early access is just the art of it being pretty quick and snappy. Um, I think so. Interesting. I could be missing out on a feature though. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, cause, cause I know. I mean, I've just always heard of this like dream surfing thing, but I don't know if it's in the early access version or not. But oh, is it supposed to be like a channel surfing kind of deal where you just I, like? I think so. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Maybe it's in there. I don't know. But from the way they at least have talked about it, they claim that like it's every dream that's been that that that's ever been made in dreams. And I assume maybe you can opt out of that dream surfing capability. Like you can have your dream be like private, you know, or something like that. Or if it's or maybe like only published dreams and not dreams that are still works in progress. I don't know what type of parameters there are for that, but. It seems like you'll be able to just go through a bunch of different people's dreams and just have an endless, like, amount of experiences without ever having to go, without ever having to leave, like, to go to select the menu or whatever, you know? Oh, okay. Know. That sounds really cool. I, I'm sad if I missed it. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But regardless, Alex then went in. Uh, onto some more details about how in order to create the levels the studio had in mind, conveying thoughts and ideas into a level via via traditional means of creating games wasn't cutting it. So, like, they always talk about how, like, you know, they had... There's obviously game tools in the world right now, like Unity and... Um, why can't I think of another one? Wow. Uh, Unreal Engine? Unreal, thank you. Yeah, that, yeah, like, those famous game engines, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but they said that like what they what the studio wanted to make those means of creating games weren't weren't really working well with what they were wanting to create. So they talk a lot about how they completely scrapped it and completely made a whole new tool set um, for creating the levels that they had in mind, you know, and these tools were 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 definitely means of like motion in terms of creating like like they were utilizing the uh move wands and dualshock 4 and stuff like that and so they talk a lot about how they i they essentially created like a whole new tool set to be able to interface with assets to create different things in games you know which i think in it in itself is a really really cool thing um and i do have like another episode of road to dreams in the future talking about like the potential of what dreams could be in the future because i think like dreams has the potential to be not only a game but much more than that you know but that's for another episode so he debuted a quick season reel as well as well uh showing out different assets of things being sculpted through motion via the dualshock 4 varying from a man sitting a piano uh a door also that he showed leading in to the first trailer for dreams and so this one i feel like is probably the most famous trailer you know do you know what i'm talking about the the uh polar bear mom and the and little polar yes bear? So i cute. think i do you know i'm saying there Shut was up. some pink fuzzy thing am i uh -huh. wrong nope okay yes nope you're right i do remember this you're right from They're an e3 yeah it was from e3 it was okay so first was the polar bears no it was a man like playing um this famous lullaby i know you know it i just forgot the name of it but like this lullaby on the piano whatever it goes into um, a polar bear covering her child, then a high-speed chase on fast ships through a city. Oh, right. It was like that. And then it went into a pink teddy bear that was like a killer teddy bear that like went out and like killed different green things, I think. It was very uh, 
it remind me of oh my god what was that one game where oh my god oh, i don't even remember any words to even describe it shit what it <laughs> what was platform this, it was ps3 okay it was this game about like a bear naughty bear naughty bear oh what, yeah. was it really it reminded <laughs> me of that yeah in the no. trailer. yeah yeah there was like this pink teddy bear that was like a killer teddy bear that would like kill different green things whatever and it reminded yeah. me of naughty bear mm. good <laughs> good good call good call man i don't i don't know if we don't think about naughty bear as much as we should <laughs> i think we think about it enough i don't know i think so probably we do did you maybe. play it i never played it honestly no. I, I never played yeah. it. I watched shows about it. Like, I know of the game. I just never played it. But. Oh, I well. They made a sequel to it. Did they? I think so. Oh, my God. Guys, Road to Naughty Bear 3. Let's go. Maybe maybe we should get a copy of it. Let's go. And check it out. <laughs> Absolutely. But. All right. Trailer ended right there. And then uh, watching it live at least left me with a lot of what Alex was hoping that the crowd would get. It was very much like I was confused. But overall. I really want to know more about the game. You know what I'm saying? And it, and and I think I forget if they ever laid down a date or whatever. But oh wait, no, no, they said tune in later on in 2015 when they'll be back to discuss more about dreams. So that's where they left E3 2015 off, right? But I feel like overall, like as a community, a lot of people were just like very interested in this game. I feel like yes. you know, and like a lot of people were. The way they were talking about the the way dreams would be seamlessly played to different levels and stuff like that, a lot of people were definitely like interested in the game nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? Were you? Were you interested? Oh, in, yeah, know? I thought the concept was super cool. Yeah, um, I was always a bit intimidated by making levels myself. Same, but, same. And I yeah. honestly, I think, but even I think I, if I remember correctly, in like 2015, I still don't think I actually I exactly had the great. A great idea of what the game was at the time. Do you remember? I don't think anyone had a great idea of what yeah, the game exactly, was. Yeah, exactly. Because like I feel like for a while there, no one knew what that game was. So very true. I was very much looking forward to it based on Media Molecules' pedigree and some of the stuff they've shown. But I, I hadn't exactly had the idea of what it was really. Actually, honestly, talking about how I felt at certain times about Dreams, it reminds me a lot of Death Stranding in a way. Oh, sure. Of like, man, I really could. I, I remember famously one of my best friends was like, "Hey, you know, have you seen that game about you know uh, you're playing as Norman Reedus or whatever?" I'm like, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Death. I'm like, okay, it's called Death Stranding. Yeah, you know." And he asked me like, "What it's about?" And I'm like, "Listen, this is gonna sound very, very odd, but to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> but I know <laughs> yeah. that I want to at least right. go and see why, like, see what it is, like, you know." So I feel like I I had very similar reactions and then wow what the f reactions in terms of um both games you know at least leading Props up to Sony movies. for funding weird stuff uh, absolutely absolutely yeah but later on in 2015 Media Molecule returned to Paris Games Week right and this is where they mm -hmm. detailed the concept of the imp where the imp, what year was this I'm sorry this was in 2015 this was okay. the same year yeah so the imp in dreams is essentially the cursor that enables you to select, grab, and sculpt for creation purposes. One can change the color and expression of the imp, as well as giving it a personality and making it uh, the player's own. You know, so it was definitely like a personal. Did you customize your imp? 
In I think access. I made him orange. And fire. Fire. And I don't know if I changed the face. Are you allowed to name it? Does it no. No. Um, I don't think you can. Hmm. I think I named mine like little shit. Or something like calls that. It. What are you going to call it? <laughs> I would name mine like little shit or something like that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I bet the profanity filter would get you on that. Damn it, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would. I, I don't know. I bet the media molecule name for it is something like MP or something. Yeah, because they they do have the upcoming MP awards as well, which people talk. Oh about. right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Wait, is it MP? Am I? It has to be. It's it's not MP, is it? No, I think it is MP, but I think they made an MP. Oh. For the award show. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see. Maybe I the see. species are imps, and then because their specific I, one is MP. Because I thought, man, like. Have I been watching too much Mandalorian where they refer to Imperial soldiers as imps? No, right? maybe. Don't they? I think so. Do I even know what I'm talking about anymore? I don't even know. No, but you not, know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're right. You're right. You're right. You got it. You got it. I, I got my confidence back. It went away, but here we are. Okay. The Paris Games League 2015 presence revealed the ways that players can utilize other people's creations for their own dreams. Uh, puzzles and platformer mechanics as well as multiplayer and more were also unveiled during the 2015 conference and so this actually I know of a lot of people that got like a second like oh cool like this is a really good angle as well where if you're someone that you know works on music or or, or if you're a um, you know 3d artist or whatever you know uh, and you didn't want to make a full-on level, but still wanted to play dreams and create for dreams, you could just make a soundtrack or you could just make different assets and that will be added to like this big asset pool, I guess, where other yeah. people can use your creations in their own levels. You know what I'm saying? So if you're like really good at making trees, you know, you could submit that tree into like the, mm -hmm. the pool of assets that everyone can use in dreams, which I think is really neat. I think that's honestly... One of the best things about dreams as well you know it like i, I agree yeah like it like it, it it encourages like a collaborative sense and like i i think it's just really cool like if i ever made a soundtrack on dreams or whatever or made something on dreams and if i was just stumbling on dreams months later and see my stuff being, being used in other dreams i think i think it's neat you know yeah no it'd be like an honor to see that it's like uh it's definitely that collaborative game development stuff at its best you know absolutely they, i think they took definitely they take inspiration in obvious ways but mm. like they take inspiration for those um indie game jams you know that yes like, yeah i do i do or that game is totally like a big one of those yeah yeah it's cool or they have those um actual game jams too right where they give people an idea and try and make uh, their own game within dreams in that week i don't know oh really I think so. Dude, I've done it a few times. It was like, oh, oh everyone, try and make a sci-fi game this week, and we'll pick the best one. Nice. Wait, that's yeah. That's gonna be a really good idea. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. But the biggest takeaway from the Paris Games Week 2015 thing was that was the now, wild trailer. Was wait what? The wild. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to mention for a second. At Paris Games Week 2015. There was a tra trailer for that game called Wild, where you play as a bear. Do you remember it? Okay, vaguely. It's, there was a bear and you were like a bird and there was a big snake lady at the end of it. Oh my fuck. Um, do you have anything more I can grab from? Because I kind of uh, remember it. You could play as like any animal and it was like this pretty cinematically edited set piece where this guy was being a bird, snake, 
couldn't you, a giant snake lady appeared. Couldn't you transfer your <laughs> excuse me? Couldn't you transfer like your soul essence and be anything I think so. of, of a wimp? Okay, I do remember that. All right. That I'm sorry, cool. I didn't want to go no. off on too much of a tangent there, but that game looked really cool, and I don't think we've seen anything of it since. You know what game looked, looked really cool that we've heard from since? Um, what? This game called, oh my god, how can I forget the name of this game? Biohazard? No, Bio something. Resident Evil? No, 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 no. Uh, okay. Fuck, what is that game called? Bio something. Bio, it, it, it's supposed to be made by um, Avalanche Studios, right? Hmm. Oh, and you play that's like a little homie. What am I thinking of? Bio oh, something. Oh, I'm trying to look at that. Uh, right that TSU Nordic's doing it. Yeah. Right, Bio mutant. Bio mutant. Yes. Yeah, there we go. I want to yeah. play that game. Yeah, <laughs> might be cool. But I don't know. Not out yet. Oh well. But yeah, I mean, I, they haven't talked about it in years, so I'm a little concerned that that game is um dead. I think they showed it at Gamescom this year. In 2019. I think so. Did they? And there was yeah, like a five hundred dollar collector's edition. I think I think I remember this. Wait, they have a five hundred dollar Bobby and Colors. Are you I serious? think so. Five hundred dollars? What the hell? Maybe is not five hundred bucks, but like a maybe above three hundred dollars. Listen, like, the expensive CE. If it's five hundred dollars, that thing better come to life or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Crack, yeah. Crack, crack my back or something. That's why. Mm -hmm. But the biggest takeaway. From Paris Game Week 2015 was that there would be a beta in 2016 in the following year, right? Got a lot of people yeah. hyped, you know what I'm saying? And then I like this era of dreams because this is where we get into the troublesome era of dreams. You know what I'm saying? Right around here, right? What? No safe search filter? Was it that kind of thing? No, no. I mean, like when when they started announcing the betas and there never was a beta for oh. like two years. You know yes, yes, yes. When like, we thought it might get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was those were interesting times, right? So rough years. In twenty sixteen, when that came around, they said nothing new about the game as far as I'm aware, but they did say that they would push the beta until twenty seventeen. Mm -hmm. And then in twenty seventeen, it got delayed to twenty eighteen. Which got a lot of people like, oof, you know, is this coming out? Mm -hmm. Is this real? Whatever. Big oof. Then in 2018, uh, at the very end of like there were th there were articles I remember, I think Polygon or Kotaku wrote one where it was 2018 and it was like November. They're like, okay guys, unless Media Molecule drops his demo in six weeks, it's it, it's not coming out this year. And people, I, were I like, totally yo. remember that. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like, yo, are you dropping like this beta? Like, and they were so persistent, like, no, like it's it's coming out this year. Oh my god, yes. And it's like straight up Thanksgiving. Like like yo, <laughs> what are we doing here? Right? Yeah. But then miraculously, right? Fans who signed up for the Media Molecule newsletter, mind you, before they told us this, right? So it wasn't that they said, Hey, if you sign up for the Media Molecule newsletter um in the next day or so, whatever, you'll get access, you know to this closed demo. It was anyone that was signed up for the newsletter before they announced it, which is which which was always jarring to me, you know. Before they announced dreams? Before they announced that those that were signed up for the newsletter will be given access to a closed demo that started on I December see, 19th, right? But they, they showed in their most loyal fans some love. 
Yeah, the like absolute most loyal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it w- and it wasn't even like if you wanted to sign up for the for the closed demo after they announced it, you couldn't get the newsletter and get access to the demo. Like, it was strictly just for people that were on the newsletter before they even announced it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the hardest of hardcore, right? So they technically got access. Well, I mean, not technically, they did on December 19, 2018. So I guess holistically. They did launch a beta before 2018 ended. So, I mean, yeah, by like nine days, whatever. So, they're really, really cutting it thin there. But they also announced a public beta via signups that uh, were separate from the newsletter stuff. So, like, it, it was like a separate sign up sheet because I remember signing up for this beta um, that would kick off January 4th. So, then after January 4th, they'd have both the public beta and the closed demo being ran simultaneously up until where all of it ended on the 21st. Does that make sense? I don't think I said that right. it does make sense. I did not get into either of these betas. Yeah, me neither. I I really wanted to. Actually, no, let me... Okay, so let's see. So to be technical, right? On January Mm -hmm. 4th is when they opened the signups for the public beta, which would then launch... On January 8th. So the public beta started January 8th. Oh. And they only started taking signups on the requests. Okay. So four days. You had four days to sign up for it. Mm -hmm. Right. For the public. And then both the closed demo and the public beta ended on January 21st, 2019. But during this time, this is one of. I think Dream's best times, if you recall this 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 Christmas of 2018, uh, because there were a lot of people that were making a lot of really really cool stuff on Dreams. This was the first time you know the fans got access to Dreams, right? Was this, this is, the PT moment? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was where, crazy, dude. It was cool as hell. Like we started seeing <laughs> yeah. on Twitter, like, and people started going extremely viral. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off yeah. of um a lot of this stuff. But before we even get to you know those stuff, um, the main point of the betas were to show off, um, and gather feedback for the creation tools that were the main focal point of the game. And the beta didn't require PS Plus for online functionality, but it did lack PSVR support and. Uh, other major parts of the game, like the campaign, or the or, or the main story of Dreams as well. So those were all left out. Th- this was strictly just for the creators to test out the tools and give feedback for back back to Media Molecule and stuff so like that. It supports Move Controller still to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm pretty sure this one also did Move Controllers. I believe so. I'm pretty sure. But um, it's clear that it was a very limited beta. Um, but, but it was definitely for the die hard fans to, you know, test and get negative reception over like, you know, this tool set, whatever, or this tool wasn't working right, da, 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 you know, um, and, and it, and it definitely was a testing time for that. Like it, it was truly a beta, right? But out of that beta, there were a ton of really cool stuff that got made, including like a dead space thing. Um, yeah. I think some, yeah, yeah, like that, and there were a ton of different articles around that holiday break of people, like, just making the coolest things, bro. That's when I was like, wait, this is insane, because that's when we we um started to get, like, a lot of the, like, very impressive stuff on Dreams, even, like, to this day, 
Yeah. No, 100%. And if you remember, too, like, people would be uh, criticizing, you know, uh, Media Molecule for the way this game had been marketed up until this point. Yeah. Because they didn't really know how to market or sell or talk about it, really. But then once people got their hands on it, you like you said, people went crazy viral on Twitter. It seemed like the game was selling itself at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah. I forget. I think me and Christian talked about this on Jane on not James Clicks. What the hell on Joy Clicks <laughs> Games Cast, um, episode one, where James we were. Clicks. Yo, I'm gonna start James Clicks, bro. I don't know <laughs> okay. who James is, but yo, I'm in. Let's. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. Anyway, um, so, um, shit. What was I saying? Um. Uh, you were talking to Christian about the viral tweets. Right. Okay, gotcha. Dream. Gotcha. Okay. So we we made the point that, like, we both felt that, like, Dreams isn't a game that you can just make a trailer for and no, properly yeah. convey the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it it was going to take this. Like, it was going to take Media Molecule doubling down and giving us access to this game and letting us mess around with these tools to be able to show the full potential of Dreams. Right? 100%. I agree. I mean, it's also, like, you remember, like, whenever a publisher has a new, like, online multiplayer game to try to sell and before release they'll like say it's all esports and stuff like that yeah and they'll have like these scripted esports bits and oftentimes the games will come out and it never gets an esports audience yeah uh-huh. and i feel like that's kind of the same way what happened with dreams here like they could have probably tried to manufacture that beforehand but with the way they went about it it actually just ended up being entirely sincere i agree I agree. So it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. I agree. But um, if you recall also during that time where we got really cool things made in Dreams off the betas like the Dead Space and the PT demo and stuff like that, um, a lot of the creators uh, were breaking the NDA that was with the beta and the public beta. No. Right. With the closed demo and the public beta. There was an NDA attached to that, right? The where- NDA was a bit stupid in hindsight, I feel like. Oh, 100% was stupid. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, how are you, yeah. you going to... <laughs> How are you gonna yeah, drop a beta and a demo, right? Like, I was just praising them for, for for like having the market sense to just show off this game to everyone, but I guess they didn't think that far. Yeah, that is where is the biggest like why would you why why? Yeah, like, no. like if 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 this was mainly a beta and demo to you know test your tools and stuff like that and have people create stuff, why wouldn't you assume that they would wanna share what they created? Right. But and, they make, yeah. And maybe they just didn't understand the foresight of how much attention was garnered by by the people that were just breaking the NDA and just showing off the game, you know? Yeah. Like, it re, it reminded me very much of, like, old-school Nintendo before the Switch launched where you weren't allowed to upload gameplay unless you were in, like, this creator uh, agreement with Nintendo and, like, they right. would take, like, some crazy cut of your revenue from videos something i don't know i don't know a lot about that because i never was a nintendo creator you know what i'm saying but i know there was that program um where um was sony media molecule like taking down people's uh links and tweets and stuff about yeah, it yeah 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 like, oh wow i like tried to get clips of those old school you know pt and death space demos that were <laughs> made in dreams but they're all taken down yeah so Damn, that's still up there in dreams though Oh, like the actual level? Yeah, the PT oh, one is yeah. there. Hell yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. But, you know, that I feel like was the biggest sore spot of like, and and like a lot of people were like, hey, like, you know, next time you do a beta, how about you not have an NDA? 
you know, so we can all see the cool stuff that people are making in dreams and see the potential that dreams has, you know, and then here comes media molecule back again on March 28, 2019, uh, a, a few weeks and I guess months after the demos and uh, the betas ended during that Christmas season, they announced the official dreams early access version of the game. Right, which will be released on April twenty on April sixteenth, twenty nineteen. It would cost thirty dollars and accompany more features than the betas and the demos that were released a few months prior. And they also announced that it will be regularly updated. Um, I believe on a semi regular basis. Not sure how much it actually got updated. I n- I never got into it, but they said that they would implement more features as uh, development went on uh, towards the full game. Toward, towards towards dreams this also was kind of interesting because you know playstation was like very vocal about like not allowing like early access stuff on psn you know right and i feel like um, fortnite was the exception right and yeah then... yeah 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 i feel like overall fortnite definitely was the main proponent of change on that aspect but maybe dreams also well, was in a way that too Honestly, I, I think maybe I was trying to think. I think Fortnite and now Dreams might just be the two exceptions. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else is early access. I don't, I can't, I can't think of any, you know. I don't yeah. Know. So maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Probably true. Sounds about right. But of course, the main point of the early access version was to still promote the creation tools and get feedback from players. Um, but they did add more content into it as well, right? And so there were a few benefits to early access. The most important, I feel, of them all being the removal of the NDA. So so you could freely share and stream and post any creations you make on Dreams, which it should have been like that from the jump. But nonetheless, that was added into the early uh, access version of the game. Well, they also said that you could up- upgrade uh, to the full release. Well, it would automatically upgrade to the full release when they released the full game at no extra charge. So it was really like you're, you are buying dreams ahead of time for, we didn't know at the time, but was likely going to be, um, a lower price and is, and it was lower price than the full release of the game, you know? Um, uh, and of course, no NDA on the game, so that was cool. Bukushima, whatever, all the good stuff. Um, but they also stated... Yeah, I feel like you're paying for it. They can't do an NDA at that point. 100%. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, but you like, imagine if you paid for it and they saw the NDA. God damn. That'd be crazy. Imagine imagine getting, like, banned from PSN or something crazy like that. Dude, you that's, per- like, my Whoa. nightmare. I would die. Because I've not, but... invested so much dollars into the PSN ecosystem. <laughs> at this point that's a really good point yeah i mean like our our psn accounts if you haven't changed your psn account right they're they're worth a lot dude i've heard horror stories of like people getting hacked on psn because like fifa uh ultimate packs or whatever Uh uh-huh and then sony bans them and then they can't play any of the games they bought anymore that's so upsetting bro it's like what do you do at that point like i don't know make sure you have two-factor authentication on oh i definitely do on my account pray every night (laughs) <laughs> pray every night to Shua Yoshida please yeah don't, please don't ban my shit you know please don't ban my shit uh, I'm sorry fuck Jim oh yeah now What's I can't name? Ban the, uh Jim Ryan Jim Ryan yeah Jim Ryan please don't come for me <laughs> no disrespect to Jim Ryan right yes or uh oh my god no um what's the other guy uh he came from Gorilla 
Oh, Herman Holst. Holst, Holst. I almost said, wow, I really almost said Hugh Hefner. (laughs) Wow. I really almost said said Hugh Hefner is the head of Sony Worldwide Studios. Studios. (laughs) Wow. What would Hugh Hefner greenlight at Sony? Um, oh, all of the weird anime stuff, it's all good, man. Bring yeah. it in. Bring it in. He'll bring back uh, BMX, Triple X. Absolutely. He, man, he would go as far as like, hey, every year, I mean, not every year, every month, PS Plus, one of them, a weird anime game that just sexualized, you know? Wasn't Jared Leto playing Hugh Hefner in a movie? Is that really happening? I thought so, but I could be wrong. Does he give off a Hugh Hefner vibe? Granted, Jared Leto... I don't know what vibe he gives off. It's not good. I mean, now it's going to be Morbius. So maybe that'll be a good vibe. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> Trailer wasn't that bad, but none. The wow. What's up I, with that PS4 Spider-Man in there, dude? Oh my god, I have so many thoughts, man. <laughs> what I does have that so mean? many thoughts about <laughs> it. Okay, guys, watching Road to Dreams, we're gonna take a a three minute interstitial here, okay? Because there is a break, right? Okay. We take a little break. Okay, look. So here are my thoughts, right? <laughs> I feel like one of two things is happening here. One is that in the same vein that in our world, right, every artistical rep- – artistical? Is that a word? I'm going to say it. I don't know. Artistical representation of, you know, any hero, whether it be Wolverine or Spider-Man or Iron Man, you know what I'm saying? Um, they don't look exactly how they look in real life, Right. So maybe oh, yeah. that's what they're trying to emulate in the movie that like, hey, like this is a creative person representation of Spider-Man, even though it doesn't look like MCU Spider-Man. But somehow it looks exactly like the Raimi suit in the Spider-Man PS4 loading screen, <laughs> you know? OK. And it's like, OK, maybe. Yeah. Or what I think really might be the case is that maybe there was a Sony intern that uh, got told by a upper exec, hey, put Spider-Man on the wall and write Murderer over it, you know, to uh, tie it into the MCU canon of um, spoilers for Far From Home. Um, you know, Spider-Man's identity being let out and uh, Mysterio framing him for being the villain in the whole thing of Far From Home, right? Uh, yeah. So do that. And maybe the intern didn't understand that when whoever was telling him to do that said Spider-Man clearly... He was talking about MCU Spider-Man and not just Google Spider-Man and find a literal picture of any Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. he doesn't understand the difference of that. Like, I think I think that could honestly be it. But then it's like, how many people saw that trailer before it went up and no one noticed that? It's bizarre. Like, does that also mean, like, on set they had a picture of that printed out on a wall? Yeah. Like, like I would assume that kind of looked like it was like post edited in for some reason. That definitely did not look like it was actually there. That hundred percent looked like it was yeah. edited. Like that did not look like practical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's weird. I liked your original theory where like maybe someone's in the world's artistic rep- uh, render of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, the, maybe yeah. the scene where like Ted Price walks up to Jonah Jameson, being like, "Hey, I got this picture of Spider-Man." <laughs> yeah, and then like maybe uh, you know it acts as a two prong. Like, all right, like that's a nod. For the viewers that know what that is, like, hey, cool, like that's a yeah. nod to us, but like in the in the story lore, in the world that they built, it's another person's representation of Spider Man. You know, like I could see that, but I still think it's really weird, man. 
Sony is allowed to uh, merge all of their Spider-Man properties if they want to, I feel like, and they could go for it in a way that probably wouldn't offend me. Like, if they want to put um, the voice actor for Peter Parker in the next Spider-Verse, like the voice actor for Spider-Man PS4 oh, in the next Yuri, Spider-Verse, I'd Yuri, be okay with I that. Would, I would cry open mouth. Yeah, that'd be good. I would cry open mouth. You know, and plus, like, Spider-Verse makes a lot of sense because, like, we're, we're talking about different Spider-Man from different universes, so. Yeah, blow it open, you know? Yeah, screw it. You know, like, that is, yeah. like, a free free reign, do whatever you want, but. Maybe that's how they explain it. Like, maybe it was a glitch from the Spider-Verse uh, thing opening at the end of it. Hmm. And that's how it goes. <laughs> I still think it's really weird that they used not not just the Raimi suit, but the Raimi suit <laughs> yeah. loading screen from Spider-Man so PS4. Funny. It's so odd. I looked at that and I paused. I'm like, that's the fucking loading screen. It's a huh. lack of, I think, research, probably. It has to be. It and I, be. I bet it'll be fixed by the movie. Or but maybe, I hope it is. Or or maybe it's covering something else that we're not supposed to see yet. I don't Ooh, know. Maybe. I don't know. It's like that uh, Spider-Man collector's edition where they didn't want to show anyone what the statue was before release. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't even know what that was at the end. <sighs> Spider-Man. Probably. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, where were we at? <laughs> this old, okay, so um, early access gets gets uh, released. If you bought early access, the game would upgrade to the full version once the game releases. Um, and here is the craziest thing about early access that still boggles my mind to this day, right? I don't know if you recall this, but Media Molecule stated that early access will be would be sold to consumers at a limited quantity. Yeah, they said that there was a cap to how many early access versions would be sold. Number one, clearly it was to artificially get people to buy to to buy it because I did feel a bit weird about this. Hundred percent because how the fuck did like, you run out of a digital thing? But okay, like I I mean you know? I woke up on time or something to buy this game when it was coming out of the early access. Yeah, which like I don't know I might have had bad sleeping habits at the time that like waking up at eleven a.m. doesn't seem like the worst thing for someone to do. Right. <laughs> Right, but like I was like up there with my card, being like I'm ready to buy Dreams and make sure I get it before it sells out. Yeah. And then it was up there all day, then all weekend, then all week, and I was like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like it. Like I'm, I'm happy everyone could still buy the game, but I guess I was like, man, I couldn't have bought. I didn't need to buy this right now. Then you it know? was weird. It was very weird. Like they, they, and they said multiple times, like, hey, like this is gonna be sold in limited quantities. Um, da da, you know. And throughout the entire duration of early access, which we will talk about when they closed closed early access at at, at the next point, um, it never got taken off PSN, and anyone could buy it at any time during that entire period. And it was from like April till like December of 2019. You know, it was up yeah. the entire time. So I don't know if that was a tactic to maybe maybe you bought into the tactic and maybe. You know they they wanted a lot of people to buy it in and and have like a fear mongering tactic where there was a there was a feature that you that maybe that you couldn't buy dreams you know yeah. maybe um I, I bet i bet what it was was like they probably intended it to be limited at first but then the money was like too good they were mm. funding their seven year development cycle back again so i think they just saw it as a win which i can understand right i guess but, that huh yeah, I did feel a bit wronged, I guess, that and it didn't sell out. But I guess I can't be too mad. So, I mean, that theory actually makes a lot of sense. Of like, they like saw 
how much attention and how much dreams was garnering like why why stop the flow you know yeah yeah i guess that makes sense but i mean that's what happens with um with games sometimes right why they launch an early access is like because they're running out of money right now yeah put it yeah. Out early let's yeah. fund it a bit more while we get to the finish line absolutely absolutely i don't know i just thought it was always tacky because like how the hell do you run out of a digital thing but <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> But like, like it should have just upfront just said, "Hey, Dream is gonna come out in early access right now." That's it, hundred percent. Like, and like, no limited thing was necessary. Yeah, and hundred percent. This is for mainly the creators. You know, there won't be a story mode. There won't be PSVR mode, uh, or any features involving PSVR. This is purely for those that want to create in Dreams. Help us promote this game. Here you go. You know, to me that 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 would have been fine. But yeah, also. Do you think it could have been like some sort of limitation in servers? That maybe, uh, maybe, maybe the game like, l like looking at it from a server standpoint, they maybe they didn't have access to all the servers that that they, that they would need, and they would only have access to them at full launch, like when the game fully launched. Honestly, I bet, I maybe? bet that was totally a concern there. Yeah, perhaps I don't know, man, but yeah, early access was supposed to be limited, but. Never got limited, if you you know, if I may. But then uh, last month on December fifth, twenty nineteen. Look at that, we're at twenty nineteen. Oh, the PSX twenty nineteen. Hate to see it. I wish, man. <laughs> I, I hope PSX comes back at some point. We're gonna get Gamescom and Paris Games Weeks now every year, and that's it. I really hope PSX comes back this year. I'm gonna say it again. But <laughs> I really want to go. I really want to go. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. It's, yeah, I wanted to go to E3, but I guess I'll never do it. Yeah. E3 now I have no reason to go to, so it's unfortunate. It sucks because like growing up, like that was, was the like, dream. Man, I was I was yeah. literally like Deku, like in my room, like someday I'll be like All Might, and like someday I'll go to E3, <laughs> and then now I now I fucking can't. So <laughs> and then recently it was like someday I'll go to PSX because PSX is right. I mean both PSX and E3 take place in a state right over me. It's right. It's right there. You know, it's like a five hour drive, not even, but oh well. What was me? On December 5th, 2019, Media Molecule took to the PS blog to announce a variety of things, one being that the ability to buy Dreams Early Access version was coming to a close. So uh, they said like two days after the posting of that on December 7th would be the last day you would be able to purchase Early Access. And for those who missed the date would have to wait until the full release of the game. However, functionality, however, functionality and access to Dreams would remain intact and on and uninterrupted um throughout the whole time until release so if you had if you had early access if you have it right now you can still play it you, you just any new people that want to play dreams can't buy it until full release you know um so that's that so for example you can play it and i can't you know because i hey suck. i'm sorry i'd share yeah. it with you if i could <laughs> it's all good man it's all good well, did you i'm surprised you never got it I really am too, because <laughs> it was always like, oh, okay, like eventually I'll buy it just to have it, you know, at a yeah. at a at a at a cheaper rate, whatever. But I I don't know, I'm an idiot. And honestly, like I think people had like maybe put some fear in me at the time, but like when they launched announced it for like thirty bucks, I was like, oh my god, this that's a great price. We gotta get it right now. It is. And yeah. To be fair, yeah, I think thirty bucks, forty bucks, those are amazing prices. Absolutely. Because like at the time, I think maybe one of the Game Informer guys said like. I could see them selling this like an Adobe subscription or something. <laughs> and yeah. I was really 
scared about it. Fuck that. About this being like twenty bucks a month or like eight hundred dollars flat. <laughs> like eight hundred dollars flat. <laughs> you know, bro, can you imagine your PSN cart? And then oh no, that'd dream, be messed up. <laughs> and it's eight hundred and seventy-five dollars and ninety-two cents. Oh, I couldn't uh, do it. God, but damn. you know what I mean, though, because like it seems it looked like an actual game engine, and honestly, it is. Yeah, it's like hundred percent. Oh, I don't know, and you can like export your assets to it, right? Like export your assets to PC on it, I think, and three D oh. print stuff. Oh my god, so. can you? I think so. Dude, that's really cool. I it is neat. That. that is yeah. neat. But also in that same post, they announced and detailed the upcoming Impy Awards, which you brought up earlier in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. The Impy Awards will be taking place January 26th, so about a, about 12 days from now. Uh, and it's supposed to highlight uh, some creators on Dreams that have made really cool levels and have done really, really cool stuff in Dreams. And the awards range uh, from best visuals, best gameplay, to the to one of the fan voted only categories the quote the wish i had thought of it i'm sorry the wish i had thought of that award um and those are some like there's a bunch of articles that sorry not not articles a bunch of the awards that are voted on by the media molecule staff and then there's a few select ones that are voted on by the public um and by those that have played dreams and stuff like that so um I, I, i'm not sure how they differentiate like the random person Versus someone that has played Dreams, maybe you sign to your PSN and vote. I'm, I'm not really oh, sure. Maybe. Yeah, and like they ping your trophies, maybe I don't know. But nonetheless, uh, that that's going down. And honestly, I think that's I think this is one of the really cool ways that they are advertising Dreams. I think this is a really really neat idea. Idea, you know what I'm saying? They gotta and like you know emphasize the community aspects of it. And I feel like they're doing a good job. Hundred percent. Like like yeah. I feel like those the however many of our you know how many people are creating dreams consistently and are in dreams consistently like making assets and making levels you know i feel like this would be a good way to keep them in you know what i'm saying like wouldn't it be cool as fuck right if you got an award off of yeah. off of dreams like that'd be cool you know what i'm saying that'd be cool Honestly, is there i'm sorry I, what? I, I don't know if you said it but is there like a prize like a cash prize or anything like that i don't believe so okay. i don't think there's any prize maybe there might be but um, I just think it'd be cool to like put on like a resume, you know, and like, <laughs> yeah, not like I'd put it on like every resume, but a resume going specifically to like a game development studio. Oh, for sure. Like that'd be cool. Like, like yo, like I want to, I want an award in dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that, lit. You know, that 3D, I mean, all the programming stuff is absolutely that too. But that 3D modeling stuff is straight up. Like I think like 3D modeling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you could totally take that and just go to like, I don't know, Pixar. Yeah, and absolutely. work on Ratatouille or something. Oh. <laughs> Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> second, second. Rather, no. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> they should. I, they shouldn't make a second one. It was perfect. Uh, listen, Pixar hires, man. But um, yeah. I think that is a really cool way of advertising dreams, as well as I assume you watched the Game Awards this year. Right. I did. Did you see that crazy Jumanji quest thing that they had going on? <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Bro, I was like, are you kidding me? Honestly, that was pretty smart, it seemed like. It was weird that I was like, dude, that's so smart. Oh, my God. I would have never thought yeah. of that. I would have never in a million years thought of that. That is some, like, Sony Pictures PlayStation synergy that never really happens. Dude, I think I said on stream, I was like, listen, I don't know who the hell came up with that, but, like, he yeah. he needs a, he or she needs a raise. 
totally, totally. or something because that is brilliant brilliant yeah. advertising brilliant it was it was that idea that made jumanji to make a billion dollars 100 percent. it was solely that man or yes or <laughs> woman of course you know but nonetheless the last thing we got here on the board note on the uh, old Google Doc is that uh, on December 10th, Dreams was officially announced to be released on Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2020. Woo! And there. The, and the game officially went gold this month on January 6th, 2020. So, there we go. The game, it truly has been a long road. It's been a long road, bro. It, it went from a tech demo in uh, 2012. What was it? To called? being canceled 15 times. <laughs> Have a have a have a release of the beta took three years alone. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Eight betas. Had many dreams creators taken down via an NDA yeah. that shouldn't have been there in the first place for a creative game like Dreams. Why are we shitting on Dreams? <laughs> 30 E3s. No, we're not shitting on it. I <laughs> yeah, respect I it. Wait. It's it's actually cool. Again, I said this before, yeah, but like 100%. these unmarketable weird ass games Sony puts out is always really cool. I'm purely shitting on the road. To dreams not not yes not dreams itself you know what i'm saying but i'm glad they got to take their time with it absolutely absolutely yeah. also wait that's funny thing about that like damn sony had some of their best e3s and left e3 in the time of this development thing like that's wild damn if they just waited for the ps5 reveal event to be like before the dreams release date that'd make me really happy Ooh. if like if the ps5 was announced one week before dreams came out I would be ecstatic. I mean, I have a theory about Dreams that I will go into more detail in the future, but I feel like Dreams could be packed in, could be bundled into the PS5. Sure. And I would love it, that. Oh, 100%. And like have it act as like the Wii Sports of the PS5, yeah. you know? Dude, Xbox is going to like bundlers with like Game Pass and like 300 <laughs> games, but with PS5, you get Dreams and a million games. Dude, I'm almost convinced <laughs> that Xbox is going to be like, listen, y'all. If you guys buy a Series X in the first month, you'll get Game Pass yeah. for life. Like, I, I feel That'd like... That'd be savage, right? Oh, dude. They, they could do it. Well, not that much, but, like, I feel like a few... Six months to a year of it could be crazy for them. Let's say a year. Yeah, probably yeah. unlimited is probably too much. Yeah. I could see them doing, like, hey, the first Series X that gets sold, that person <laughs> gets Game Pass yeah. for life. The I guy that totally buys that, that like Times Square's Best Buy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like that because there's because there's always that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Honestly, that guy could not be me because um, best believe I'll be adding the PS5 pre-order to my Amazon cart and um, mm -hmm. not leaving the house because yeah, that's how it goes. Because um, I hate going outdoors, as you all know. Yeah, you um, know I've never done the console launch thing though before, and I always wanted to. I. I kind of did. So for the PS4, I got it in yeah. the first week, not the first oh. day, the first week. I mean, I I got the PS4 on day one. I'm not, mm. not flexing here, but I did. Damn. But I'm talking about like the one week thing, you know, like the, sorry, not the one week, um, like the lineup at, outside a cold area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like if you remember when the, um, when the Wii came out, there were all these stories for like the next few months of like everyone's dads camping out at Target's Dude. and Best Buy's. <laughs> I mean, the Wii was artificially right? just like, they artificially made that console hard to get. Yeah, to it was nuts. It was wild as fuck. I, I want to partake that. in one of those at some point, but I don't know if we'll, I'll ever do it. With with the with the PS4, right? I was able to get the first week. Mm -hmm. 
within the first week, I was able to get a PS4, but uh, we, we, no pre-order, with, no pre-order. With oh wow. in the first week, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember. Black Black Friday fell upon the first week of the PS4, right? So mm-hmm. we were Black Friday shopping, and I got the last PlayStation Four in all of the WalMarts in the Phoenix area of Arizona Whoa. that week. I was Damn. The guy was looking at up. He's like, dude, you literally have the last one, like, in the entire city of the first shipments of PS4s. Wow. I'm like, damn. Pretty cool. That was, was a blessed PS4. It was. Now you traded to GameStop and get a PS4 Pro? What happened to it? Oh, my God, dude. So, I did trade in to get a PS4 Pro, right? Okay. And, oh, my God. I literally still have nightmares about this. Okay. So... <laughs> It was like a month after, right? So I had, so I didn't want to trade in the PS4 until I beat um, Wolfenstein. Back. Wolfenstein, the new Colossus. Wait, what was the second? New one Order. Before? The New Order. Oh. That was the second one, oh, right? New Colossus was the second one. Yes. Okay, then it was New Colossus, right? Mm-hmm. I beat the game. Next day, I traded in my PS4. I get the PS4 Pro. You know what I'm saying? Start playing God of War. Having a great time. It's looking great. I'm in 4K. You know, I'm in the future, right? Then I think, man, like, I wonder how Wolfenstein would look on the PS4 Pro because, man, like, Wolfenstein looked, looked great on the PS4. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I look in the game case, this not there. I'm like, huh. No. I'm like, huh. I'm like, damn, like, wait, why is it not in the game? I'm like, holy fuck. I left in the PS4. <laughs> That's crazy. I left in the PS4. So I go back the next day, right? And I'm like, hey, is there a chance that you guys still have that specific PS4? And he's like, nah, man, like, dude. We sold that shit, and I'm like, bro, I left Wolfenstein Two in there, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, man, I- I'm sorry, bro. Like, it's 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 yeah, tragic. I'm surprised they didn't like <coughs> try the discs, the disc slot, you know, the injected immediately. That, that's what I thought, because like when I I traded in a few consoles at GameStop, and they always um check and make sure everything's okay. Like I traded in a Switch recently, and like they checked out every single part <laughs> the in a way that maybe they thought it looked super shady or something. The only like, thing he did was turn it on to make sure it booted up, but that's it. Hmm. So, oh well. Well, if you remember too, with the the original PS4 is the thing they had like messed up disc slot problems, or some of them did, where yeah. like people's drive stopped like ejecting discs, or sorry to eject uh, discs randomly while playing games. That would be so annoying. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god, I would die. I never had that, unfortunately, but I know yeah, that's that bad. Yeah. All yeah. all of my PS4 Pro. I mean, all of my. PS4 is that brand smoothly for the most part. Yeah, I mean my PS4 Pro is really loud, but otherwise it works really fine. My dude, every uh, my Pro sounds like a 747 sometimes. Yeah, dude, same. Bro, I'm like, are you are you gonna go on vacation, my boy? Like, like, are you about to take yeah. off? Like, do I need to clear the room? Whatever, it's crazy. But I have to wear headphones when I play it now. Absolutely. This, this is the way. This has been fun. We yeah. we talked Great a time. lot about. <laughs> Stuff that wasn't dreams, but hey, overall, this has been Road to Dreams episode one. Talked about dreams, talked about Spider Man, talked about that Doom Eternal trailer. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Did we talk about Doom? Dude, Doom. No, we that, didn't. I just want to slip that in. That Doom 2 looks hot. great. God damn, that trailer was hot. That <laughs> the first one's hot. amazing. I did just beat the first one a few days ago. It was great. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. It. I loved it. I loved it. It was really good. But that has been Road to Dreams episode one. We will come back next week for episode two it might be just by myself might be with someone else but nonetheless where can the people find you if you want them to find you robot rock Man, on discord i've got a youtube always. channel that i sometimes update i might do it again soon but if you just google uh 
Omar Nakvi on YouTube. Just try it. You might find it. That's all I got. <laughs> Fucking try it, man. Try it. There yeah, we go. Just try it out. Deal. Uh, and of course, thank you for uh, coming here on this inaugural. Oh, Kevin, episode. thank you for having me. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. You should get Christian on. He was making um, uh, McDonald's uh, aesthetic remake of Mario 64, I think, on Dreams. He did talk about that on Gamescast. Yeah. yeah, he will be on on one of the episodes. I'm not sure. It might be episode two, guys. I'm not sure when he's coming on, but he has agreed to come on the road to Dreams because I want to get pe- because I want to get people that have played Dreams and have experience in Dreams because I don't. You know, I'm a like I'm a peasant over here on this side. I'll be honest, I'm not too deep into the creation stuff because the tutorial is extremely intimidating, but I'll get to it next month. He said that was a long tutorial too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's said. Well, I will be playing it as well next month as well. So Hell yeah. There we go. And uh, if you all enjoyed this Road to Dreams content, make sure to leave a like on the video as well as say subscribe to put it in source to keep up with Lays and Grays and play this down below. If you have played Dreams, let me know your thoughts on Dreams. Let me let me know in the comment section how do you feel about this long development cycle of the game. What are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's a good idea, bad idea? Some people think that Mini Molecules should have just made Little Big Planet 4. Let me know what your thoughts. No. I mean, I'm not with that. I say Those games were great, but it was over. I, yep. I honestly felt I nothing felt, yeah. for 3 when it came out. Damn, he felt nothing. Which is depressing. He felt nothing just like my ex when she left me. Anyway, I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Um, like the video if you enjoyed it. Stick around for Road to Dreams, episode two, at a later date. Presumably next week. Thank you for watching. And as always. Oh, God. Um, sorry. Uh, be greatness awaits. Dude, you nailed it, bro. You, Sick. You, you, uh, the, the plane was in the air. I saw smoke, but it still landed. Mm. Hell yeah. There we go. All right. Bye, guys.